Time for an interview. This morning I'm talking to Paul McClaney. Um, Play On is the new album. It's out now. Uh, Paul, composer, vocal vocalist, musician, uh, and I guess Radio 1 listeners will probably know you best lately through your project, The Impending uh, Adorations. Um, yeah. And no doubt those adorations have come with, uh, <laughs> this, with this album. I've, I've had one. <laughs> 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 it's only just come out, so but it's, it's, I'm really interested to um, see what the response is. I've you know I've been working pretty much on this um, on and off on this project for about ten years, so it's pretty close to it. So it'd be interesting to see how it responds. But it's a concert we did in Auckland last year. Is anything to go by? It's um, people are into it. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's just it's, it's just like a way of delivering and um, and exposing my. You know my deep-seated love for Shakespeare. I mean, Shakespeare is up there with the Beatles for for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like the Godhead. That and maybe like Robert Johnson or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's a trifecta of amazingness right there. To be honest, um, I think that you get Led Zeppelin out of that. He makes up. Right. Um, last year, like you said, you, you uh, formed an ensemble of all-star Kiwi, uh, an all-star Kiwi cast uh, to perform play on at the Pop-Up Globe Theatre up in Auckland. Uh, first yeah. off, for those who, of us down south that may not know, what is the Pop-Up Globe Theatre? Pop-Up Globe Theatre is a replica of Shakespeare's Second Globe Theatre. Um, it's a temporary replica, so it's basically built out of scaffolding, but it's um, within like a millimetre of, of the original um, plans for the Second Globe, which is where Shakespeare performed the majority of his great works. So mm-hmm. the thing about that is it's, it's a 360-degree theatre, basically. So um, it was really interesting because I was the composer on two of the shows, or I've been the composer on all the shows now, so about five shows altogether. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Six shows altogether. Um, and, you know, it's presenting work in that space, you know, the fourth wall pretty much disappears. So it's really, even as a singer, that's really, um, you know, it's basically complete audience engagement the entire time that you're performing these works. And the thing about Shakespeare is that, you know, it's a bit like Mozart or Beethoven. You, you know, if you're getting into Mozart or Beethoven, you don't sit there and read it. Um, no. Same thing with Shakespeare. Shakespeare was never meant to be read. It's meant to be performed. You know, and that's how that language comes alive. Yeah, yeah. And the, that's the two years now for the Pop-Up Globe, isn't it? It was last yeah, yeah, year and this the year. second year, and they open in Melbourne uh, next month. Wow, that's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah, it's great. For, for, for Kiwi, Kiwi, Kiwi idea and Kiwi ingenuity. Yeah, yeah. I've met a couple of the team that w- that um, work on it, and um, they're fantastic and so passionate about it. it just it seems amazing. Um, right, play on. Um, it's the world's first, really. It's putting uh, Shakespeare's soliloquies uh, to music, <laughs> performing them soliloquies. I got it. Um, performing them as song. Um, I'm first off. I'm quite surprised that it hasn't ha- hasn't happened before. But you know, w- was it difficult? Uh, how did you begin each track? I mean, I guess you know the soliloquies, um, but how do you begin to start putting them to music? Do you have an idea just when you hear them, or uh, do you have to start working things out? Well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, so something like um, anything from Macbeth isn't going to be like a jolly umpire tune. Yeah. So, you know, you, you've got sort of, <laughs> you know, something for me minor and something for me major. Yeah. Um, for me, it's, um, it was a really interesting process where you, you know, the, the, the words you, you have to honor the words basically you know if um if there's like um something that's questioning you know you you, you walk you walk into something that's suspended you're leaving you know the melody open ended and then you resolve it when there's a response to that question yeah it's it's sort of like um trying to map a waterfall i suppose you know you 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 know, you know instinctively when you've gone the right way. I mean, with, you know, with with music, you've got 
after each note you've got you know 11 choices or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just continue to try and make the best one each time yeah. but what was really interesting about it for me was um you're not sort of dictated to by the, the formats of um verses and choruses you know the, because you know i wasn't going to take something and repeat it and turn it into a hook or, or what have you mm-hmm. you're sort of trying to serve the um the music and um and I, I felt the punctuation, which obviously wasn't there in the original um, uh, folios, was put in later on. That acts sort of like Easter eggs, really. You know, like if there's a semicolon, I would sort of think that was like a chromatic move to, to the left or the right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it, it's just, I mean, that, uh, for me, the, the, the words themselves are just the biggest instruction. And, and it's, it is a strange thing that, you know, in 400 years, no one's um, endeavoured to do that. It seems like one of those ideas that was sort of hiding in plain sight, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations on you for for putting it together. Um, I like the fact, you know, that you've you've kind of kept true to the story um, and um, try to, you know, you haven't just oh here's here's some words and I'll just put a bloody just any old rock song to it because you know it's Shakespeare, um, so much loved. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you're performing it at this pop-up globe to an audience that loves Shakespeare. Um, yeah. So you've got to take care of it. You've got to treat it um, with respect and dignity. Oh, massive respect. You know, so that's why you start from the words up. You know, it's not like, mm. oh, I've got, I've got these tunes, or we'll, we'll do a big massive groove in D minor and, and yeah. just lamp over the top. You know, what I was really... Key thing for me was that the melody matched the intent of the lyric. Yeah, I mean, there's people that study Shakespeare their whole entire lives. Um, you know, so so what's the feedback being from the purists? Well, given that I work with a bunch of them, uh, Dr. <laughs> Miles Gregory and uh, Ben Naylor and all the, the directors of the Pop Up Club, um, they've been really for it. I think anyone's those guys are really interested in anything that sort of presents Shakespeare in it. In the light that um, you know, some people think Shakespeare is not for them. You know, the idea of sitting through two and a half hours of that is they'd rather have go to the dentist or something. <laughs> but I think you know, when you see pop-up performances and, and you hear these songs, it's it, trying to present you know the, just the sheer. There's a reason that we you know those, his phrases are still used, and you know we use words that he sort of pretty much invented in our day-to-day lives. Mm-hmm. He spoke directly to the human condition, and for all of our technology. And you know all the advances in science and what have you. We're fundamentally, you know, running on the same operating system. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and his insight and his um, the poetry and passion that he's poured into his understanding of that is, is huge. And for me, it was like sort of taking some of these speeches out of context and um, just presenting their poetic light, you know, in a, in a, in a new way, perhaps. And I've always thought that. Um, Music is a sort of powerful midwife to thought, you know. Mm-hmm. I can recite all of these speeches, but I thought I have to sing them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's the way of getting them in there. Yeah, you're right about, you know, how, like, we've essentially all got the same brains as we would have had 500 years ago, and storytelling is still always storytelling. It doesn't matter if we now can put people on the moon. Uh, if we did, mm. uh, and and we've got these fancy phones in our pockets, um, telling a, a great story is just as uh, you know, it's just as gripping to well, anybody. I think it's you know, well, what's the definition of magic or a spell? You know, a spell is a collection of words mm-hmm. spoken in a, in a particular order that manifests an effect. You know, that's isn't that a song? Yeah, yeah it is. It is. <laughs> um, now, a great I, speech. Uh, of course, you know you've. You, this isn't your first foray into music. You, you, you've been making music for, for for many years, and um, mm. and so uh, making music starting in Dunedin. Starting in Dunedin, yes, yes, you said that off air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you know, uh, and you you were also saying off air how this is kind of uh, maybe a companion piece to to a work that you've done before. Um, so so what do you mean by that? Is is that just musically yeah, there's, or? There's, there's yeah, well, there's an album I did in, in 2006 um, where I collaborated with um, Dr. Graham Downs. And it was a similar format in that it was... Um, I'm a big fan of those records that came out of the British islands in, um, like, sort of 69 to 71, sort of, you know, Nick Drake's Five Leads Left and mm-hmm. John Martin's Solid Air, where basically the jazzers and the folkies and the classical musicians collided. This beautiful collision, and you get things like Riverman and Solid Air and... So it's, you know, sort of taking fingerstyle guitar with a jazz rhythm section and classically arranged, you know, string quartets. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, so we did an album called Eden uh, down on uh, Albany Street, and I um, was very proud of that. And that sort of, it was around about that time I started writing, setting these um, speeches, um, soliloquies to music, and it seemed to me that that aesthetic was the one that was best suited, you know, rather than doing like an impending adoration, glitchy electronica yeah. um, version. I wanted to do something that was... Um, Already established as timeless. Mm-hmm. No, so, it's, I'm not, not saying that glitch electronica won't be timeless because <laughs> I hope it will be. Still, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, in terms of uh, um, something that's already established in the hearts and minds of the general population as being, you know, um, here for all time, which yeah. is, you know, obviously what Shakespeare is. Exactly. Um, so, uh, as you were saying, it's an all-star cast. Who is involved in this? And you know, was there much talking into it with some of the some of the artists? I, I you know, I assume you've worked with a lot of them in the past, um, and you and you probably be good friends with a lot of the people that you worked with on, on this. But was it like, oh, I've got this idea, and were they kind of like, oh, I don't know? Well, no, what it was for me was like the the, the choice going through the choices. It was. Um those singers who have that wonderful quality of being able to deliver a lyric, you know, not just sing really, really well and have lots of chops and, you know, have power and stuff. It's that idea that you need to convey these lyrics because it is storytelling. You know, the word is paramount. So um, basically that just means pick all the best singers in New Zealand, which I think mm-hmm. we've done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you've got Macy Rieker and Rhea Hall and Maya TK and Lawton Christ, Stevens, um, Billy Jean, you know, Jean things. It's, they are in my it's a privilege to make music with all those people yeah so so you were looking for someone that like you said can, can convey the story could tell the story instead of just singing mm. a song it would be very easy to just get you know you know people have got great melisma and all that sort of stuff but again i was as even as a composer i was trying to any if i had two syllables then you'd sing two syllables not put 19 into it yeah yeah <laughs> Um, now, how did you how did you go f- about finding the right soliloquies? Did you because I mean, there's so many, you know. Um, well, the, the last one, I mean, is, uh, I was Ian Yoon suggested the, um, the initial idea for me, and then I was having a I spoke further with uh, an actor called Peter Elliott, who's a big Shakespeare buff too. And between the two of us, we we located a few. There was a few that I knew I was going to have to do, and I was a bit scared of. You know, um, I remember sitting down to do to be or not to be, and thinking, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah, but um, one of my favourite ones is actually um, from Love's Labour's Lost, and that was suggested to me um, when the Pop-Up Globe agreed to host the show. Um, Miles Gregory, um, who was the guy who invented the Pop-Up Globe, he said this is my favourite one, and sort of hint, hint, nudge, nudge. And yeah. I went home that day and worked on that one, and that's you know pretty stunning. But you know, there's there's you know there's, there's a few more sitting there that I'm keen to have a look at. But yeah. these seem to be the most obvious ones that lend themselves to being song lyrics as well, because that's a you know a particular um, 
prerequisites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, probably. So is this going to be an ongoing project for you? Because I know you're taking it around the country and you're going to it through different art festivals. Um, you're not coming here. I'm a bit angry about that, but, you know, we'll sort that out later. We'll get down there. Yeah, we'll yeah. Down there. <laughs> uh, is, this go- is this going to be the first of uh, a series, perhaps, of, yeah, of no, albums? Yeah, no, I think, you know, um, also... Um, the evolution of these particular works too with um you know um obviously the, the, the a great ambition would be to um, get them offshore because obviously you know the hunger and interest in shakespeare's work and and shedding new light in it um is you know a worldwide um situation so obviously i'd like to get them offshore and um yeah, yeah. I, I, I hopefully, it's something that has a lot of life to it. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd want to take them um, back to your place of birth too, wouldn't you? Back to England. Yes, definitely. That's um, well, that'd be, the, that'd be the full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, brilliant. So uh, it's out on vinyl and digital. I love that it's out on vinyl. Um, that's <laughs> fantastic, and I, I bet you, I bet you love that as well. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I like the whole sort of. I'm really pleased with the artwork. I, I was, you know, I was really keen oh. for it to have a sort of gothic sort of vibe. It's wonderful. Know. It's wonderful. That cover is, is spectacular. Oh, cheers, man. Yeah, I love it. Um, brilliant. So uh, so it's out on vinyl, but it's also out on digital um, format. Yep. So where can people find it? Um, oh, they... uh, you know, Spotify and Apple Music. And um, have you... Um, the vinyl arrives next week, so I'm sure Relics will have copies of that. Yes. Great job. Nice, nice. We love Relics. Um, brilliant. Um, well... I've, I've listened to a few of them. I love them. They're fantastic. I've never Thank been too big of a Shakespeare buff. Um, well, this is, this is like uh, Shakespeare's greatest hits. It's a yeah. Great drug. yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Brilliant. So um, you've chosen a song we're going to listen to, uh, track number six. Uh, who's yeah. featuring on this one? And uh, Norton Cora and Esther Stevens. And um, it's um, the passionate shepherd to its love. It's actually featured in The Merry Wives of Windsor, but um, actually... Um, is a basically a lift by Shakespeare of Christopher Marlowe, who was you know, a great influence and a great friend to Shakespeare. Brilliant, brilliant. Hey, Paul, thank you so much for taking out the time to speak to me this morning. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, yeah and um, too, yeah, do do your best to bring it down here to um, your former hometown. That it, you, I will make it so. I'll, yeah. I promise we'll get down there. It'll be brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great space. It would be perfect. All right. Once again, thank you so much. Have a great Cheers, day. Okay. All right. You too. Bye. All right, it's out now. It's called oh, it's called Play On. It's out now. Uh, a series of Shakespeare's soliloquies put to music and being performed by an all-star assemble of Kiwi artists, um, Kiwi vocalists, um, and as he said, uh, he picked a whole bunch that could really convey the story and not just sing the words. Um, so it's out now on digital, and you'll be able to find it on vinyl soon uh, at Relics, hopefully. Um, and maybe one day it will come down to Dunedin. Um, from from all accounts, uh, from people that I know that have gone to the pop up ga- uh, pop up Globe Theatre in Auckland and seen all the shows, including this one, uh, it's absolutely special and something that um, everybody should hopefully get a chance to go and see if it comes to town. So I'm going to play track number six. It's the passionate shepherd to his love.